This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas-owned, Arkansas-operated. GoPascal.com. Program, South Carolina coming in here on uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. is a big ball game with uh, the Gamecocks. Hogs are favored. Feels like they're going to cover with ease. Really? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can I can <clears throat> give you more on that if you'd like here at sure. some point here. I've also got the uh, – we have dates. We don't have times. I don't know what they've been doing all this time, but we have dates, not times, on the conference basketball. The men's schedule came out today. Four Saturday games, most notably March 4th. Big John Calipari's coming to town. Kentucky, March 4th. You will probably see tickets go for $1,000 of that game, wouldn't you think? Yeah, depending on where they are. But yeah, I would think so. I mean, if everything holds together. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, Two Kentucky games. They play February 7th at Rupp. We've told you how big of a dump Rupp is. Um, February 7th there. It's a Tuesday night game. Probably uh, Super Tuesday, I would guess. They haven't put a time or a TV channel on that one yet. But anyway, uh, March 4th, Saturday, Kentucky will be in town. The other Saturday games, if you're curious, and I know you are, Florida on February 18th. And February 11th, Mississippi State. And Ole Miss on January 21st. Those are the Saturday games at Bud Walton Arena. There you go. We got that. It all starts conference play for the men December 28th. That's a Wednesday night at LSU where Keith Smart got his only win as a head coach for Arkansas <laughs> last year. Titus of Witcherville says, yo, homie, me and my friends are planning on going to that game. When do the tickets go on sale? Kentucky? Well, they're gone. That place is sold out. You can go to your app right now and buy tickets. To in, Kentucky? In, well, I mean, one of those, uh, like, oh, yeah, apps. yeah, yeah. You can go to, like, you know, the, one of those secondary yeah. marketplaces, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. But yeah. no, they are that that place is sold out. Oh yeah, you can't get in there. Mm-hmm. And plus, they don't know how to get you in and out of the building anyway. I, I, you know, Bud Walton's not as bad because I mean, it's, it's well, it's a third of the uh, the the attendance. It's only nineteen. I think we, I think we zeroed in on this. They won't ask for help. No, there are people no. that know how to do this, and they refuse to ask for help. There is what is it called? Urban planning. There's a whole department up there that can give you a hand for free. There are other schools in this conference 
that have landlocked stadiums like that that can get it done. Just ask them. What's yeah. the problem? Yeah. Look, the, there are, there are, the, the shoe is right. In, I mean, it is not easy to get to. On the banks of the Olentangy. That's correct. It's one of the borders you can't even get out because there's a river over there. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, they manage to get you in and out pretty effectively. Yeah. They just don't want to ask for help. No, they don't. Stubbornness. That's why people have to wait in line all, all day and all night to get into these games. And this yeah, year, if you're going this weekend, you might as well just pass out in the parking lot and then get up the next morning and go. Well, you want people to get there early. It's an 11 a.m. game. Nobody's going to get there early. So it's going to be the same log jam of everyone arriving at 1045 again, trying to get in, and people are going to miss the early parts of the game because they're going to be stuck in a line mm-hmm. trying to get in the stadium. That's true. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Pete with a great callback. Uh, when will we know about the team? Ah, yes. Well done. I've looked at this. And I believe um, January 14th, they're at Vanderbilt. Day so after? That's a Saturday. Okay. So Monday after, which would be the 16th. That's when we'll know. That's what I'm calling. Okay. All January right. 16th, we'll know post, what kind of Post hands. Vanderbilt. We'll that's know. right. Okay. That's right. Because we always say January 15th. Right. Well, there's a game on January 14th, so... That's How many we'll uh, SEC games will they have played by January 14th? That will be their fifth league game, All right. Vanderbilt. So they'll be two and three. Everybody will be panicking, and then they'll reel off, rip off the next <laughs> 13 in a row. Start at one and four. Oh, oh my God! And What's then they'll, you know, they'll, they'll win off 13 in a row, and everybody will be happy. I know. I uh, Yeah, that's right. Good good, uh, good question there, Pete. That's good stuff. Well done, Pete. All right. I like it. Right. Let's mm. see here. JT says, if all goes right, I'll be on campus at 9 a.m. on Saturday. Which Saturday? Because it ain't going to be that one. <laughs> you might as well leave now. Yeah. We'll, uh, this text reads, when will Snake write mm. the team off? It's a great question. You can't get much earlier than last year when Snake wrote off the basketball team after the first, first exhibition, exhibition game. game. Yeah. yeah, he did. I mean, the only way to beat that is to write them off before the after the red-white game, if they still do that anymore. And I don't <laughs> even know if they do anymore. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do some kind of mm-hmm. red-white. It's not Midnight Madness. Or no, anything. it's not what it used to be. But. No. 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 That would be the only way to top that. In fact, <laughs> he should already be writing off the basketball team today if he wants to really... You know, get in here. Yeah, great question. Will he write him off before or after Ostinani has his grandchildren? Uh, too late. <laughs> He's only 36. You're right about that. In college. That's, right. That's not weird. <laughs> Jeff says uh, South Arkansas 48, South Carolina 10. Okay. I'm not going a 38-point win, but they're going to win by double digits. Uh, South Carolina has issues on the offensive line to fix before this game. And I don't know if those can be fixed in three practices, four wow. practices, whatever it is. Specifically, their offensive line. Well, they don't block the run very well, but they make up for it by not pass blocking very well either. That's a so, problem. So, other than that, they're doing a great job. Both, both really, uh, really key to the central to their jobs. Yeah, yeah. I think that you will see. This is an opportunity for the much maligned defensive front of Arkansas. To have a like big breakout kind of day, they should be able to whoop these guys up front. And somebody texted in before the game. Spencer Rattler is a quarterback that doesn't do well when it all breaks down around him. He's got to have a clean pocket. I don't know if they can give him a clean pocket all day long here. 
They couldn't lot, do it against but a lot Georgia of quarterbacks State. are that way. I mean, Brady's. Uh, I mean, his well, KJ's for, not that way. When the pocket breaks down, he, he won the game last week. Yeah, we got a first down run. Percentages go down when you have when you have pressure in your face. Even Brady is that way. Manning was that way. All of them. But if you've got issues up front, it's more a psychological thing because the clock in your head is sped up. Yeah. You know where you've got you know you've got a certain amount of time to make your drop, make your re- get rid of the ball, and all of a sudden that's being sped up. That's when mistakes get made. They um they really had issues up front on um on Saturday against Georgia State. You know, Arkansas's issues were on the back end of the defense, and actually, um, South Carolina's much better in the secondary than Arkansas is, assuming Slusher and Catalan don't play. So, it's there's cool. an interesting. It's going to be interesting because right if they can block it, if they can block the pressure, if they can block guys one on one. And they can they can pick up the blitzes because I mean Odom doesn't blitz that much, so I mean you're you're either blocking you know four with five or or you know three with five if they can block it, and you can can Rattler stand in and deliver the ball. That's going to be the question. If you're if you're without Catalan, you're without Slusher. And I'm getting the feeling one of them's going to play. Oh yeah, you yeah. Think so. I I just think we may be leaning towards one's going to play, one's going to sit. And if you can get, you know, if Rattler stands in and delivers ball, then you know, then it's a ball game. But if if he's that's erratic, leaning, huh? that's just just a gut feeling based right. on nothing more than than. I think one of them's going to play. There it is. He just said based it. On one, just, he said it. There you go. <laughs> Good for you, man. I like that. <laughs> All right, you can get in here at eight six six two eight five four zero zero five. And tell us what you think about all this here on the uh, Ruskin and Zach program. 866-285-4005. Uh, let's see here. Trying to figure out. Hmm. I'm on PFF again. I'm, I'm lost. See, and, you you know, go down that rabbit hole, man, know, and you just well, you I, never come back. I know what I did. I know what I did wrong. I got it now. Uh, they sent on um, Odom rushed. Um, Ben Bryant mm-hmm. on 14 dropbacks. Out of how many? Uh, he was not um. F- he had 48 dropbacks in the game. So on 25 percent of 20, the dropbacks, 29 percent. Okay, 29 percent. Yeah, he was he was blitz and he completed 57 percent of his passes. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Paris says Tommy Zach's giving everyone false hope. <laughs> Fisher and Charleston says. Tommy, Ruskin speculated that Catalan and Slusher won't play. I did no such thing. <laughs> did I? <laughs> I don't know. It's fun, though. That's fun. That's true. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50, that's bleav five zero to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Uh, Andrew Hutchinson is our guest now from Best of Arkansas Sports. Here on Ruskin and Zach. Uh, Hutch, good afternoon. How's it going? Going good, guys. How about y'all? Well, uh, do you have a spreadsheet that will solve the traffic and concession problems? That's yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I honestly didn't even know that was an issue until I saw a hundred year check statement yesterday. But I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, I'm in the press box and I get there early and I leave late, so I don't really have to uh, experience all the inconveniences that fans have to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't. It's like every year they're surprised seventy thousand people show up for the party they're throwing. <laughs> it's like, I mean, they're good. People are happy. Like they're gonna show up in droves. And they're not going to be on time. We know that. Like, that's just the way it is. So, anyway, maybe they'll fix it this week. Who knows? Um, Hutch, uh, you heard from Sam Pittman today. Uh, any uh, nuggets uh, come out of that um, press conference? Well, I know everyone's kind of anxious to hear about Jalen Catalan and Miles Flusher. I think that's probably the biggest storyline of the week. Uh, nothing new to report on that front, uh, although it does seem like um, – you know, they're they're going to be without them. I mean, I'm fairly confident in saying that. Uh, it's a matter of how long. Uh, I have a feeling, and uh, they're they're going to roll with, with with what they got. Uh, you know, they're going to have to to make do with. You know, Jaden Johnson probably going to slide down and play the nickel spot. You got Latavius Brainy filling in as a starter and at the safety spot and Catalan spot, and you've also got Kari Johnson moving over from from corner to safety. As a as kind of a backup option and kind of the the extra guy that they would go to if they go their dime package with six defensive backs on the field. So uh, that's kind of the the biggest thing I know fans are wanting to hear about. But I mean, I I personally was really interested to keep hearing about all these you know relationships, you know connections that we have between the the Arkansas and the South Carolina programs. You know, with uh, Shane Beamer and Sam Pittman working together at Georgia. You know, Shane Beamer was was at Oklahoma with. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood. He also saw Matt Landers at Georgia when he was there. Then, of course, you know Hazelwood played with you know Spencer Rattler and, mm-hmm. and Austin Stogner, the tight end. Uh, of course, Justin Stepp is the, the tight end coach or the wide receivers coach over at South Carolina. So it's just really intriguing to me to see all the kind of the connections between the two programs uh, to going into this game. I, you know, if the, if Catalan and Slusher don't play. That becomes a, a problem in the back end of your defense, which when they were out last week had some issues. Communication is going to be a big deal. And against a guy like a Rattler, who is more accurate than than Cincinnati's quarterback, you can't have guys running free. How concerned are you about just pure communication issues? I am concerned. Uh, it does help that Simeon Blair is still back there. I mean, he's not the most talented guy in the world. I know he's former walk-on, but he's a very vocal guy, and I think he's maybe taken on some of those things that you lost with Catalan going out. Well, half the battle is getting lined up. Just getting exactly. them lined up is, is half the battle. Exactly. I think having a week to prepare, you know, knowing, you know, probably that Catalan's not going to play, I think that'll help, you know, opposed to it just happening, you know, in the heat of the moment like it did uh, against Cincinnati. So I, I am concerned, uh, although there is one example in recent history that maybe – gives me a little bit of, puts me a little bit at ease. Uh, two years ago, uh, when Arkansas went into Mississippi State for the second game of the year, riding a 19 or 20 game SEC losing streak, and Mississippi State had just thrown for a gazillion yards against you know, defending national champion LSU, Arkansas was without you know a, a key defensive back in Jarquez McClellan who had opted out. Monteric Brown got hurt in that game. So your starting corners in that game, or your start, your your two corners that played a majority of the snaps in that game were walk on Hudson Clark and Jerry Jacobs before he bailed. Uh, you know, former two star recruit that played at Arkansas State. So 
and they they managed to win that game. Uh, obviously, this is a little bit different. You know, I, Mr. Rattler is a potential first round draft pick. I think he's really, you know, really really talented. Even though he you know, didn't have the greatest ending to his time at Oklahoma, I think he's still really good. And uh, not not having Flusher, not having Catalan, makes me much less confident going into this game for sure. Yeah, I mean that's um, that's obviously. If you go secondary without those guys, South Carolina probably has the advantage there. They played pretty well last week. But if you look up front, um, South Carolina's offensive line did not play very well at all uh, in that game against Georgia State. And we know Arkansas up front, pretty good. So if you're looking at that side of it, I, I feel like Arkansas will win by double digits, Hutch, because I just don't trust South Carolina's um offensive line and I trust Arkansas well I think that's fair I mean I actually talked to a South Carolina writer this morning and, and asked him about the offensive line specifically like hey is it really because you know, sometimes fans can overreact and as you know uh and I was like is it really that bad and he said it it was pretty rough uh you know Spencer Rattler was running for his life I think he had like they gave up like three sacks that was against Georgia State um, I I think Arkansas show that they can get a little bit more pressure than last year. You know, with with what we saw in the Cincinnati game, and that was a. You know, granted, they were down a player or two with injuries, so they weren't quite full strength. But that was a good offensive line. Uh, will it be? You know, is is it better than what South Carolina is going to try out there Saturday? I'm not sure, but I do like Arkansas's you know potential to to get some pressure. Uh, but of course, that if you get Spencer Rattler out of the pocket and running on the move, uh, that's you know, according to Sam Pittman, that's when he's at his best. So I, it's going to be interesting to see kind of how they they try to defend this offense, you know, on on, on Saturday. Offensively, Arkansas was kind of a mixed bag. At times, they looked like you know, you've got a second year starter in there, everything looked cohesive, and then there were other times where it just it was it was sputtering. And first game, you can have that kind of stuff. Quality opponent, you know, in town that can make a difference, but. This week, this feels like South Carolina can't stop the run. You're going to line up, you're just going to go right at them. And this offense is at its best when you can run the football, then you can run play action. Because I don't think you want KJ dropping back 50 times and just standing in the pocket. Yeah, I mean, unless you're playing, you know, Ole Miss's, you know, defense or something like that, you probably don't want that. I mean, you know, KJ did a pretty good job against those guys last year, but. Uh, against a, a normal defense, you're right. I mean, you probably want to establish the run. You want to attack them. Uh, it does sound like they're going to get Dominique Johnson back potentially. You know, this week. I don't. I wouldn't expect him to get more than just a handful of carries. But you know, that's another body. You know, Rocket Sanders carried the ball 20 times last week. That's the most he's ever uh, ran the ball. And it's also, too much this early in the year for him. I. I I would agree, especially when you've got guys like A.J. Green and Rashad DeBinion that are able to take some of those carries. I would like to see it distributed a little bit more. Uh, but, I mean, hey, I mean, he had 117 rushing yards last week, so pre- pretty solid first game for Rocket. And, uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see how that running back distribution, the carry distribution ends up this week because I thought it was going to be a lot more, maybe not perfectly even, but not quite as drastic You know, between – Rocket and AJ and Dominion this this past weekend. Yeah, we're talking with Andrew Hutchinson from Best of Arkansas Sports dot com here on Ruskin and Zach. I, I saw the quote from Pittman today on Dominic Johnson, and he said more or less, "It's kind of up to him." What what, what do you mean by that? Well, I think it's going to be how much he trusts that knee. I mean, he's coming off of a torn ACL. Uh, he's 
probably about about nine months removed from it because I think it happened in the bowl game. Uh, so it it's all about how how much he trusts. I will say I watched Dominique Johnson do some some drills last week, and then again on uh, I guess it was yesterday. And he seems to be moving around a little bit quicker, a little bit smoother, but you could just tell he's not quite a hundred percent. That's why I think you know he's not going to get a ton of work. But I do think it's important to get him in there and you know have him take a hit or two because he's probably not going to trust that knee one hundred percent. You know, trust it fully until he does get hit a couple of times. So uh, I I think that's why we see him a little bit just to, to kind of slowly work him back. Um, and then, or, or maybe, or potentially, I guess it would also make sense if they held him out completely this week and then worked him back slowly next week against a team like Missouri State that's probably not as big, as physical. Uh, maybe that's what they do, but I, I wouldn't be surprised one bit if we see Dominic Johnson, you know, for a handful of snaps. How'd you feel about the offensive line? I thought they did, I thought they held up okay. I mean, obviously, first game you're going to have some busts, but I thought they held up pretty well. Yeah, I thought they were they were solid. I mean, it's it's hard to tell too. I mean, cause you don't know how good Cincinnati is up front. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not an SEC defensive line, uh, but I, I thought they did they did fine. And of course, you don't have to be perfect with a guy like KJ as the quarterback because he's perfectly capable of moving and guys bouncing off of him and stuff like that. So I, I thought they did solid, uh, but I think they're just gonna you know get better as the season goes on. And you know, it's also worth noting that all five starters played every single snap. Uh, we did not see any subs. I thought we might see Tykes Crawford. That was something else Sam Pittman brought up today. Is They would have liked to get Tykes Crawford in there for a handful of snaps. And I would I would expect him to play you know, a series or two at some point uh, this weekend, just so that way he gets some game experience, game reps. So if something did happen to a Dalton Wagner or someone else on the offensive line and had to shuffle things around, he's at least got some experience going into that. Yeah, that's... Uh... By the count here, 73 snaps, and you know none of those snaps really in a kind of blowout, comfortable situation. You know, it was the the outcome was in doubt until the final 5:49, and you know KJ gets the first down. They run the clock out. Cincinnati doesn't touch the the ball again. There, can I nerd out on you for a Please second? Do. And, and, and this is right up <laughs> Hutch's alley. But I thought the interior guys graded out pretty well. Uh, just looking at like the pro football focus grades, uh, Limmer and uh, and Stromberg Limmer in particular. Had a great game, yeah. Luke Jones and Dalton Wagner did not. Read reading too well, much into it. I mean, the thing is with with pro football focus, which I love, I love pro football focus. It's fantastic. It's a great resource. Sometimes, especially with offensive linemen, it's hard to look at just one a one game sample size before you really you know make big time judgments. I think over the course of a season. I think it does a better job of painting the picture on who is the better offensive lineman or whatever. Uh, but, I mean, and plus, it's, I, I really, to be quite honest, don't know how they come up with these grades for pro football focus. I don't know if it's how how they get certain. I mean, they, they got it down to, like, you know, 73.2. Like, I just I don't know how they get to that. But I think overall for the whole season, it'll end up painting a – a pretty good picture on who, who's Hutch good. Hutch confused. We're all screwed. Yeah, they're in trouble, man. <laughs> we, we we're, we're in a lot of trouble. One other one that I wanted to ask you about, and I know everybody's going to focus on the catches and the yards and the touchdowns, but Trey Knox, what is he? Is he, he, he His blocking grade, not great. He's not an inline guy. He feels to me like Antonio Gates. 
where you want to flex him out. You don't want him in that mess with linebackers having to block anybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. I mean, he's still got that wide receiver skill set. That's that's his strength. Uh, he He's bigger now, so he's a more capable blocker than he was last year when he was 30 pounds lighter. Uh, but I, I do see him being more of a guy you, you split out wide or a guy that, you know, you know, in the, on the, the jump pass touchdown, you know, he was lined up in the backfield kind of, and he went through like he was going to be a lead blocker. And then he just kind of squirted free and they were able to, you know, KJ was able to get it to him over a, a, a linebacker. So, uh, I, I think they're going to line him up at a lot of different spots and they're going to ask him to block some, but Probably he's not a he's not a Blake Kern. I mean that guy was a definite blocker type tight end who sometimes caught passes. I think Trey is a a pass catching tight end who will also sometimes block as well. Andrew Hutchinson, our guest from Best of Arkansas dot com. What did you make out of the whole um, Brian Kelly? Um, um, you know, if you win, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe I'll be on time situation. If someone did that here. They would be stabbed, shot, electrocuted, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they wouldn't get to go to press conferences. Oh, no, they'd be banned. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know if they would be banned from press conferences, but I will say here's my take on it. I thought that the comment itself was unprofessional. Like, you can't, that's just not something I would ever say. I couldn't imagine saying that to Sam Pittman. However, I can totally understand the reporter's frustration. When it turns out she got there at like 11.57 and the press conference was supposed to start at noon. Yeah. So they started early. She wasn't late. And plus, knowing how it is at Arkansas, I assume it's this way everywhere else, they tell us, oh, interviews are going to be at 6 o'clock or whatever. And then, sure enough, 6.30 rolls around and they're just now starting. <laughs> so media, we have to wait. I have wasted so much time in my life just waiting around for interviews. And it's it's very very frustrating, uh, so I can understand the frustration on her part, but I also don't condone the you know the comment because that's not not exactly professional. How many uh, sprint sheets are we working on? It's football season, uh, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah, let's yeah. get to the real important stuff. You know, I, your your dad and I talked Friday night about your spreadsheet habit. He's concerned. <laughs> oh well, I mean, right now it's really just the one. It's my football Arkansas football database, but mm-hmm. I mean it's. It's loaded. I mean, it's how got many a bunch tabs? tabs? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're talking because the tabs know, count as individual spreadsheets. It's probably got twenty or so. And Ooh. I mean, I'm always thinking of things to, to put in there. I mean, hey, but it, it it pays off to have it because I was able to very quickly on Saturday look up the fact that Arkansas started eleven four star or better recruits on on Saturday against Cincinnati. That, that's the most they've ever had. On opening day or an opening a season opener, since I guess it was 2006 is the first time that all the players were from the recruiting era. So uh, by far the most talented starting lineup, and that's the only reason I know that because I had a tab in my spreadsheet on it. All right, there, there it go. is. There you go, kids. There, keep that's your right. tabs open. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. Uh, Hutch, last one, and uh, you know anybody with a Sam Pittman signed road cone? Because <laughs> we, I, I think we're one of one. I was going to say, I, I do know one, but I'm talking to him right now. That's right. One of one. We are locking <laughs> this thing down when we leave here tonight. Yeah, it's going to get stolen. <laughs> Somebody's going to take it here. Uh, Hutch, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, sounds good. Talk to you all later.
No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning $150,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose the contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign in now with promo code HTL at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy redefined. And remember to use the promo code HTL. Because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Chuck Barrett here. I know a thing or two about making great calls in Arkansas. And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pascal have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pascal protection plan. Call the pros at Pascal and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. All right, so we have a situation here. You've probably heard it discussed throughout the day, and now it's our turn to, to give you a take on it here. Now, neither of us were there, so we're relying on your eyes and ears for some context as to why the athletic director had to apologize for the fan experience on Saturday at the Cincinnati game. But basically, the concessions have been a nightmare since COVID, since they went cashless. My position is start taking cash again and it will move faster. It doesn't make sense, but that's what uh, that's let's try it. So that that was terrible again, but apparently the other thing that was happening was it took way too long to get into the stadium and the roads going to and from the stadium were you know screwed up as well is what I'm gathering from the uh, information. Again, I don't have enough anxiety meds to handle going through a game day anymore. So I don't I don't go near there. I don't go near that part of town on uh, on game days anymore because it's just it's too much it's too much for me to to handle anymore. Uh, but apparently that's um that's the root of the issues that the AD apologized for Saturday. He apologized. I have been to a game in the last calendar year and it's terrible. It, it is it is a it is hard to get on campus. Uh, when you get there the chaos that ensues is incredible. The concessions are bad. The you know the it, it's just they, there's a lot of things they they've got to sand off some of the edges on this. Uh, but just navigating the campus 
If you're trying to, if you have a parking spot in the in or around the stadium, man, you need to get on camps like six hours before the game. If you don't want to have any chance of of getting I, in and then forget about getting out. Here's what I don't understand: the team's good, people are excited, and yet they can't sell out all the games, which is weird. But basketball's selling out all the games, and they're good. Football can't sell out of the games yet, and they seem surprised slash annoyed when 70,000 people show up to the party that they're throwing and inviting all of these people to. It's, I, I've, I don't understand the... Um, it starts with this um, security uh, detail yeah. that they use. The overall attitude is from landmark event staff is we don't give a bleep about any of you. You're in our way. That's where it starts. When the previous... People who ran the parking lots and the ushers back before Landmark, which was a Jeff Long production, by the way, um, they seemed to like actually care and were, you know, God forbid, helpful at times. But ever since every event I've been to, um, and again, I don't go all the time, but I've been to a few things there, including the Garth Brooks concert. It, it, Landmark secure Landmark event staff couldn't be less helpful when you need help with something. You know, do I turn here? Do I go here? Whatever it is, sorry, figure it out. It's crazy. They are so unhelpful. Yeah, it's just amazing. I I've get navigating that campus on a game day is is a nightmare. And what you have to remember about the uh, the people who won the contract to run the events, remember that was the lowest bid. <laughs> Got to remember that U of A was not going to pay the most. No, no, who came in with the lowest bid? That's who will pay to run our events. Never forget that. There are, there are some logistical challenges with where the stadium sits. Yes. Uh, there, there are some challenges there, but they, they don't make things any easier. Well, and maybe they do this. But what I don't understand is that you have four-lane roads from two interstate exits going to that stadium. Mm-hmm. Before a game, why aren't all four lanes going towards... And after the game, all four lanes because, leaving. Well, the because... The traffic flow, if you're going against the traffic, against like, okay, so... That's your problem, But (laughs) but, I say. But there's nowhere to go. You can't navigate that. You're eventually going to come out on MLK or college. One way or the other, you're coming out that way. And that that presents a logistical challenge. No. Where the campus is situated, it is hard to move around. There isn't a lot of parking. They've built so much down there, and they don't allow... Regular fans to park. You're, they right. want you to go out in your bomb, and they want to shuttle you. And they put you now, on the bus. Yes. Now, from what I understand, the shuttles were a nightmare. Really? Uh, yeah. So, how does that get screwed? How up? do you screw it? It's simple. You're driving the same route for ten hours. This, like, is, this may seem like a wild idea. If you're coming off MLK, you take the right there at that little gas station. You swing around the back side of bomb. They put you in a parking lot. You clear Razorback Road, and you just run shuttles up and down the thing every day. I just figured out your problem. There. There's you did it. End, Zach fixed it, end of the problem. Zach fixed it. If you got a tag, go down MLK. Otherwise, clear. You got. Don't go anywhere near the stadium. Boom. Your problem solved. No. Now coming in from the other direction, trying to come up college and you know navigate. Oh, that's, that's yeah. Forget no, that. No, 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 no. That's not. But if they want you to park out by bomb, block it all off, guys. It's real simple. You come off MLK, right? You come off 49 at MLK. You take the right, go around the gas station. You wind yep. up out by bomb in the Campbell Soup Factory. Yep. Boom. There's two large lots there. That's where you're parking. And just run the shuttles up and down. Dustin stole my idea. And I had this idea a few years ago when I was on the morning show. And I was laughed off the air. But I don't care. Uh, build a new stadium. 
there's a giant piece of land out there south of Razorback sitting right by 49. You put all the parking there. You put the stadium there. Easy, convenient access to the interstate. Boom. That's what I would do. Now, that's yeah, going to cost you a billion dollars that they don't have. That's going to cost a lot have. of money. And but that was my solution. It's not uh, a realistic solution. That, well, that's they, my solution. they did it with the baseball stadium. You know, they moved it off campus. I mean, it's now you know, it's what is it, a quarter of a mile off off campus, maybe a, you know, half a mile off of campus. But I don't, I don't think this is this is not a problem that's unsolvable. It's I, just I don't know that they're they, I don't know that they're willing to do it. I'm amazed every year the first game sneaks up on. We've been we on this show been talking about the first game for ninety some odd days. And yet, on Friday, it feels like a plan is cobbled together to move everybody around South Fayetteville. Yeah. Right. And this happens every year. Okay, I'm glad I don't understand. confirming this. JT said, he said the uh, people said the buses were not going straight to Bomb. They were going to Dixon. Now, <laughs> now I've lived in this town for 30 years. Yeah. Bomb and Dixon are nowhere near each no. other. No. Why on earth are you going down Dixon, which is a nightmare to you navigate anyway? You know why? Someone why? didn't communicate. If the bus drivers didn't know where they were going, the bus drivers didn't go rogue, someone didn't communicate. This all boils down to having a plan and everybody at every, every cog in the wheel has to be on the same page. And it so rarely happens. What I don't understand is you don't even need ticket scanners anymore. They got those little boxes that you put your phone, bring, bring, put, put at least a thousand of those in. Mm. Easy. Boom. There's your line problem right there. Here's Harry. This, Harry Dog says, uh, tear down Fayetteville High School in Harmon Field. I think you and I would vote for Well, from your lips to God's ears, Yeah, we Harry would tear Dog. down Harmon Field. It's I don't happening. know that you can tear down uh, Fayetteville High School. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're getting lots of texts now that they were going. Well, why on earth are you going to Dixon? That's a great question. I'd okay. love to I'd love then, to know the communication Not only from, here. from a logistics standpoint, they're nowhere near each other. But it's a two-lane road, and it's cramped with a shuttle bus. Yeah. What are you doing? Right. And Whoever. it's not its not easy to get there. Like, you have no. to bend around a few roads to get up there. There's not a straight shot from Fayetteville, from the stadium they, to Dixon. Whoever came up with that needs to go. I mean, they need to get the and be done. That's just stupid. You know, I've heard from some people who've been to some other SEC stadiums, and, like, LSU will get you in and out of there. Clockwork, man! It is fast. They are efficient. They're moving people. I have, it's happening. I have been to Neyland. Yeah, hundred thousand. I've been yeah. to Ann Arbor. Hundred thousand. Yeah. Notre Dame. Eighty. They get you in and out. How about the shoe? I've been to the shoe. Yeah, and they will get you in and out in a hurry. It seems like instead of like trying it ourselves, we should admit we, the first step to admitting you have a problem is admitting well, you, they, have a, well, you need help. You know that's not going to happen. Why don't we consult with some of these other places? And by the way, you don't do it now. You do this in. April, and figure out the best plan. Well, here, here. Here's the saying? other thing: is break off a call to another school and say, "Guys, how do you do it?" That's what I. How say. do you do yeah. it? Exactly. You know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not, a, it's not shameful to ask for help, and you need help because yeah. that would happen. And the the just forget the the one ticket taker at the gate. Because that's insane. That, that was that was something, and I've been through that experience at Bud Walton, yeah. where you've got one guy, yeah, at the main entrance scanning tickets, yeah. and you're like, dude, come on. We could overrun you at any moment, but you know everybody stayed in line. Apparently, everything was fine. But whoever came up with the bus routes, this whole thing needs well, to be parking blown up. in transit. Look, not exactly known for their uh, yeah. uh, their, DQ, their brilliant ideas. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Nobody likes Barclays. Nobody likes no Barclays. Likes but I don't think they have anything to do with with that portion of it. But you got a, got a freaking college up there. There's a logistics department up That's there. Right, there is. Maybe this sounds crazy. You know, hoof it up the hill a little bit and go. Anybody got any ideas? You know who handles logistics? Huh. Uh, a company by the name of J.B. Hunt. That's different, though. That, that's well, different. they're moving things around. That, I mean, it's yeah, similar. They, yeah, they, no, it's not even close. <laughs> but you got an entire... You got a, Look, there, DQ, is there a, like a, a, a grid planning major up there or something like that? I mean, urban planning. There you go. Kind of urban planning. Care of that. There's a whole bunch of people with ideas. Yeah. You know what? You could pay their year's tuition if they came up with a good plan. Again. I know. Landmark I know. Event Staff had the lowest bid. That's why they got the contract. What was their PFF grade? <laughs> zero point yeah. zero. They got the Blutarski, I'm sure. Uh, Double D is on the phone here up in uh, Bentonville. Yes, go ahead. Hey, uh, a couple things. That they The buses were going to Dixon because they were shuttling from that parking garage down there. Mm. And there, there's a parking garage garage somewhere down on dixon street isn't there but but why are you going from bomb to dixon that's the part look if you want to shuttle back and forth on a game from, day that's a 45 from, minute drive yeah from dixon okay that's fine but you're swinging all the way out to bomb they're nowhere near each other well i think they probably were dropping bomb people off then going to dixon and making a circle i don't know that which again it wildly in wildly inefficient yeah. Two, you know get a, like two buses in each location one yeah. going from dixon to wherever yeah. you want to drop them off one going from razorback yeah. And the other reason, you know, people were waiting. You can't wait the 15 minutes before the game to try to get in. True. That's what all the true. tailgaters were trying to do. True. That's also true. That, yeah. And that that's fair. Yeah. You got, you know, you got to get in. The, you know, I didn't have any problem getting the game. When do you, okay, when, Double D, when do you go into the game? I go in about an hour early. I do, too. I watch pregame. You want to watch the band march in? So, yeah. And no problem. Walked right in. Yeah. It just those people wait till the last second, and it just you know, log jams. Yep. Well, that's true. I didn't think of all that. that that's but fair. There, there's that, a, that's fair. So the tailgater screwed it all up. Is that what you're telling me? That seems like yeah, what it's happened. It's always the dang tailgaters. No, exactly. But better yet, why can't we figure out a way? This is pie in the sky again, all right? I'm not criticizing anybody. Just Why can't we figure out a way in 2022 to just have like these giant like panels over the entranceways and we'll just scan like you know a thousand tickets at a time as people hold their phone out. Why can't we do that? I got an idea. Mm-hmm. I do a uh, little fundraiser every year on Thanksgiving called the Turkey Trot. Yeah, they give you your tickets and you attach them to your shoes and you walk across this little mat. Yeah, yeah. Just thinking out loud here. I mean, and it scans you as you walk in. Yeah. And then if it doesn't, if you're you know if it, you can walk in slowly one at a time or two at a time, and you don't have to stand there and hold it. If the thing picks it up. Great, you're well, you're on your way. If not, they pull you it, to the side and they scan it. It seems two things have There's happened. Running on this, it seems like there. Yes, yeah, right. It seems like two things have happened that have unintentionally slowed everything down. Number one is paperless tickets, and number two is a cashless concession stand. There, on paper, this will make everything go faster, but it doesn't. You got to uh, wait uh, for that card to click through, and you got to wait for the thing to connect, and you got to get it approved, and the whole. Then you got to turn and sign the thing. It's, it, if I got an eight dollars uh, uh, bill, it's a lot faster to just hand you eight dollars and then take my stuff and go back to my seat. And another thing, somebody pointed out on the text machine mm-hmm. is they're not selling stuff in the stands anymore, like drinks and and, and you know hot dogs and right, whatnot. Right. They don't have the vendors going up and down the aisle. That's another way that you could get some people to um, 
Well, that wasn't in our text machine. Someone uh, replied to Hunter with that, that they need to have the vendors back in the stands again. Because that's a great way. You know, you don't have to leave your seat. Yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have the water over here. Yeah, well, Okay, somebody's saying it was the metal detector. That does slow things down. But you know what? I don't know what you do about that. <laughs> I don't know what you do about no, that. But, but, like, I mean, you, you bring but, up a good that's point. That's probably like, a league policy. But, no, I mean, I've watched people run, like, 5Ks and, ten, like, hundreds of people run these things. Yeah. And you put the little tags on your shoes and you walk across the mat. Yeah. And it, it picks up your, was it, an RFB tag? RFID. RFID That's tag. It, yeah. And you you walk across. Look, you've just got people there. You can walk across. I mean, how long would it take you to walk through there? Beep. Boom. You're in. You're in. You're in. Okay, yours didn't Yours didn't register. Come to the side. We'll scan your, your ticket. Easy. Here's, here's an idea. Too. Yep. For a premium charge, you give um, – this may help with the concession situation because they did this at the PGA in Tulsa. For, you pay a little more. You're going to get a wristband. And you get all the free food and soft drinks you want. So that way, when you've got a hot dog and a soda, they see your wristband like, oh, you're good. They just you're wave good. you through. Yep, yep, yep. They do that at the amp. Yeah. Yeah, PGA. Yeah, and they're moving. You know, the PGA, you know, there weren't a 1,000 people there the day I went. There were a few thousand folks that showed up, and everybody seemed to move around with some somewhat of an efficiency. We're getting some texts like, if you went up to go get a drink during the game, you were gone 30 minutes. Yeah. That can't Which, happen. It just can't happen. That can't happen. Yeah. Ever. And yeah. I look, I don't you can apologize all day long. This isn't the first time this has cropped up. No, this up. this has this, been this has been a an ongoing problem. The slow concessions thing has been an issue for years now. And the best theory I have is the bring cash back. People could move through a little bit. It doesn't make sense, but it seems to be the, one of the practical answers here to just try, you know, uh, just BH try. May, my and BH and Springdale, one of my guys, he has the idea. Let's just chip everyone. Okay, I thought we already <laughs> did that. Didn't we already do that? DQ's, we're all chipped, right? DQ's a fan. Yeah, I think we're all chipped anyway. Right. Well, they got our phones. They know what's yeah. going on. I mean, on. everyone carries phones, so you might as well just put a chip in everyone. They're already in oh, the phones. They know we what we're doing. <laughs> They're tracking us all right now. That's right. They're not tracking me. I got an Android, by God. They can't get right at it. Yeah, that's all right. Good. Yeah, they're not tracking you either. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.